Hello and welcome to The Family Show. I'm your host, Eleanor Rawson, and joining me today and every week are Brenda and Randy Lee, except Brenda couldn't be here again. Brenda could not be here again, so we're going to have to get that changed and straightened out. Well, she's doing such a great job watching a lot of adorable grandbabies, but we miss her. She does a great job on everything she does. She does. Um, We're going to talk about the second Advent candle, and I just want to mention, I finally figured out not to put my Advent wreath in with my Christmas decorations in the basement, because... Every year I scramble to see what box is the Advent wreath in. So now it has its own box in big letters, Advent wreath, I, and I got it I out. I am profoundly <laughs> impressed. I was a little afraid I figured out not to put my Advent wreath next to things that are flammable. But, <laughs> but it's good that it gets accessible. So. I'm a slow learner, Randy. I, I've always said that. No, you're, you, are, you are ahead of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and as you pointed out, we had perfect symmetry on the show last time we... We talked about the first Advent candle, the Hope candle. So this week we we move on to the second candle, which is the the Bethlehem candle, the Faith candle, and the Mary and Joseph candle. It's a triple play. It is, it is. And I think it's interesting that the Faith candle should be associated with Mary and Joseph. Mm, Okay. It's like this is dumb but, but important question, right? Who are... Mary and Joseph. Well, Jesus' parents on that, earth, yeah. That's exactly right, right? Mary and Joseph are Jesus' parents. Over 2,000 years after the fact, Mary and Joseph's identities are defined by their relationship to Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you could call Joseph the carpenter from Nazareth or the nomadic carpenter from Nazareth and then Bethlehem, then Egypt, then Nazareth again. But But that's all pretty tortured, right? Joseph is Jesus' father, or earthly father, or foster father, but always Jesus' father. And Mary, I can't even think of a way to identify Mary apart from Joseph. Oh, apart from God, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mary is the mother of God, the spouse of God, the daughter of the father, but always she is in relationship to God, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone always talks about how Joseph never speaks in the Bible. But Mary is not really a big talker either. I can get you get twelve, fifteen words from Mary in a chapter and that's a lot. Right. Except for one big speech. The Magnificat. Exactly, exactly. Time of visitation. And in that one big speech, what she what does she say? I am a soul who magnifies the Lord. Yeah. Mine is a spirit that rejoices in God, my Savior, right? It's this identity that not only is completely interwoven into God, but flourishes, rejoices in God, right? Yeah. We think of the the parable of the sower, and God's word is the seed, and we are the soil, but here we are the seed, and God is the soil. What am I? I'm a seed, but plant me in the right soil the soil that is God, and I become the finest wine in the world, right? So so you have this candle, right? It's faith, disbelief, trust, recognition of who God is, what God is about. But then this candle is also about these two people whose faith transformed them, right? The recognition of who God is and what 
that means to their lives totally comes to define their identity, right? Who they are. Great, great Advent story. By the way, what is a great Advent story? A story you should be thinking about during Advent. So great Advent story. How about Jesus asks his disciples, who do people say I am? Mm-hmm. Right? Mark and Luke kind of blow through it. Right? Jesus asks, who do people say I am? Disciples list off some major prophets, John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Of course, they skip over demon-possessed, crazy man and heretic, right. which is what people also said. Mm-hmm. Right? Jesus then asks, who do you say I am? Peter answers, you are the Christ, Son of the living God. Jesus is like, right answer, now don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, please. It, it's particularly crazy in Luke, because Luke starts out, as he was praying alone, his disciples were with him. Right now, what's up with that? Was he alone, or were they with him? Right. right? If they were with him, why is he praying alone? What are they doing? Probably right. sleeping. You wonder. I mean, what's this? Right. He's talking to them while he's praying. What's going on with that? Right. Mm-hmm. But in Matthew, Matthew 16, you get the Advent version of the story. Right. Starts out the same. Who do people say I am? Same answers. Right. Some say John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Some say Jeremiah were the prophets. Jesus follows up the same. But who do you say I am? Simon Peter says, you are the Christ, Son of the living God. But here's where Matthew turns the light on. Jesus responds to that, two parts. First part, Peter, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Mm -hmm. but my Father in heaven. Now, why is that true? Because who Peter says Jesus is, is not who people, flesh and blood, are saying Jesus is. Right? Simon Peter, your understanding of me is not coming from people. If it were, you would think I was John the Baptist or Elijah or Jeremiah. Like the rest of the disciples. That's, yeah. That's right. You think I'm the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Simon, if it's not coming from people, where is it coming from? Like teaching moment. That's mm-hmm. what you're doing here is teaching Simon. Simon, if it's not coming from people, where is it coming from? It's coming from God. My Father has revealed this to you, right? And now here's where Advent really kicks in, right? Right? Where's the conversation go next? Goes to Simon. Who is Simon? Simon, now that we know who I am, Mm -hmm. who are you? Who do you say you are? Because you're not Simon, son of Jonah, Mm -hmm. right? That may be who, that may be what you think, or that may be who you used to be. Right. But knowing who I am has to change you. Simon, you are Peter. Mm -hmm. You are Cephas. You are rock. You are the rock I will build my church on, and the powers of death will not prevail against it. You hold the keys to the kingdom. Who gets the keys? Right? Not just anybody. Who do you give your keys to? The, the guy in charge. The guy in charge. Yeah. People you trust, right? Yeah. Yeah. Peter, whatever you bind on earth will be bound on heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Exactly. 
how do you even fathom that as a job description? <laughs> right? As a life, as an identity. You can't. You can't unless you identify unless your identity is completely immersed in God. Yeah. Right? I am who God knows me to be. I am who God knows me to be. Right? This whole conversation that Peter and Jesus and the disciples with them, it's not about how, about who people think Jesus is. It's not even about who Jesus is. Those are merely tools, devices to get to the point. And the point is, Peter, who will you be in me? You know, I'm thinking Peter would have said about himself that he was a fisherman. And Jesus says, no, you're a fisher of men. That's exactly right. That's right. That's who you used to be, or maybe that's who you thought you were, but but no, that's irrelevant, right? Because now you are in me, and when you are in me, everything changes, right? Right. Peter, forget who people say you are. Peter, forget who you say you are, you know, who you think you are. That's all chaff. Blow it away. Who am I? Now, who are you in me? What do we do in Advent? We don't figure out who Jesus is and stop, right? We figure out who we are in him, right? You think of Mary, right? Blessed mother, who are you? Local girl from Nazareth? No. Who are you in me? Woman, you are the new Eve, mm-hmm. right? Um. You are the mother of the church, of all mankind, saints and sinners, right? Woman, what would you have me do to the men who murdered the child of your womb? Reconcile them to yourself in paradise. Right? Woman, why? Because that is who I am in you, right? It seems like every time we meet Mary in the gospel, she's pondering something. Yeah. Why? Because who we are in Christ is a lot to keep your head wrapped around. <laughs> right. Right? How can you be, right? How can you be the mother of saints and sinners? How can you want the men who murdered the child of your womb reconciled to your son in paradise if you don't have an incredible sense of who your son is? And who you must be in him. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me wonder a little bit. Um, I'm kind of taking a turn here, but a lot of young people, I was thinking about Taylor Swift, for example, okay, big celebrity. I, even some of my grandkids that are young look to her and say, Oh, I want to be like her. I want to be like her. And I'm thinking, you know, I think our kids sometimes don't maybe lack that grace to ponder, who am I in God, right? They just don't, there's an emptiness there. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that all kids are that way, but I just wonder if that's part of the issue that we're projecting out to other people who think, oh, I want to be this or that in a worldly way. Oh, you're exactly right, Eleanor. I mean, that's, that's really the point. Why are we saying, I want to be Taylor Swift and nothing to get Taylor Swift? We're saying, I want to be Taylor Swift because we don't know who we are. Yeah. We are looking for who we are. We can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right? And we can't figure it out because we don't figure out who he is first. Mm-hmm. We don't have an identity until we put it in there. 
right? I mean, the reality is God made you to be born. And again, nothing against Taylor Swift. I mean, but God made you more to be Taylor Swift. You don't need to limit yourself by being Taylor Swift. Right. You need to expand your horizons and be who God created you to be. Yeah. I think that's a great word to use is don't limit yourself to what the world says you are. And don't we all struggle with that growing up a lot of times. But let's stop and take a break. Um, We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to The Family Show on Holy Family Radio, and we're talking about the second week of Advent. So stay tuned. to the family show with Brendan Randy Lee minus Brenda this week unfortunately unfortunately um, and we're talking about uh, Advent and who God is and who we are in him well that, and, and Eleanor you made a you made a great point just before the break right which is we live in this world of people struggling to figure out who they are you know and 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 who I could become right and and here we have Advent is this time of, as you said, remembering who God is and then realizing our own identity in Him, right? And and again, as you said, we live in this crazy world. No one knows who they are, what they are. Right? People are off finding themselves, they're reinventing themselves, which for us in Advent actually makes all perfect sense because we live in a world that doesn't know God. And until you do know God, you can't know who you are, right? Let's face it, right? Find our identities, right? If God is the baby wrapped in rags, lying in a manger, right? If that's God, mm-hmm. then who am I? I am the one God left the throne of a paradise to be near. Yeah. Right? Even in the cold and dark, right? If God is the guy suffering, bleeding on the cross, who am I? I'm the one the creator of all things died to save for all eternity. Yeah. Right? We're worth saving. Exactly. If God is the guy who transubstantiates, you got to love that word. If yeah. God is the guy who transubstantiates into a cracker, yeah. then who am I? Right. I am the one love himself cannot go a week without becoming one with joining flesh to flesh. Yeah, really. Right? What could define who I am more than that? You know, as Catholics, as Christians, we have this crazy father, right? We have this crazy father who didn't spare his child Jesus from sleeping in a stable, right? Call CYS, right? I mean, this guy is nuts. But living as Jesus did in the will of our father, our father's son Jesus has been changing lives for thousands of years since his birth. Mm -hmm. Right? Crazy father, but he does crazy things with our lives. Crazy good things. Right? You know, it's funny. What is the Bible? Right? It's this divinely inspired book God gave to his people. Right. Right. So what does that even mean? Right? It means the Bible is our father 
telling us a story. Yeah. Right? Well, Randy, hate to break it to you, but if that's what the Bible is, that's one tough story to read. <laughs> right? Couldn't God have picked a different story, grab something off the easy reader shelf, right? Hop on pop or maybe fish out of water. And of course, the answer is no, because the Bible is the story of your life, of your father's life and your life together. And that's the story that the two of you share. That's why he wants that to be the story he tells you. Right? Daddy, can you tell me again, why did you make him mm-hmm. to love and to be loved by me forever? Daddy, can you tell me again how I got lost and you came to save me? Mm-hmm. Right? I, I've told this story before, but it's such a great Advent story. I have to tell it again. Right? Family goes on this camping trip when I'm a kid. Right? I go off wandering in the woods. My sister goes to find me. Right? She comes to a fork in the road. Knowing me, she assumes that I have taken the stupid path. <laughs> right? For some odd reason, this time I had actually taken the safe path. Right? Pursuing me down the stupid path, right? Trying to save me from myself. My sister slips on some loose gravel or something, slides down a cliff. She, she grabs a hold of this tree jutting out from the rocks. So now we have my sister dangling off this cliff hanging from this branch. So why is this an Advent story? What are the two questions that are dominating my sister's mind mind, as she's hanging there? Will my father... Save me. Exactly. Will my father save me? And will he get here? In time. Exactly. Exactly. Will my father save me and will he get here in time? What are the two names that the angel gives she gives Joseph for the Christ child? Jesus, God saved. Mm-hmm. And Emmanuel, God with us. Exactly. Is this story not our lives, right, on this side of the veil, right? There we are, good people, but every day just trying to... Hang hang in there. Hang in there. Hang on. Right? We figured out we can't change the landscape. We're lucky just to be holding on. We know we need something, someone to save us. Exactly. Will my father come in time? In time. Will he come to save me? Right? And then through the light of Advent... We hear this this whisper, who am I? Am I not Emmanuel, God with us? Am I not Jesus, God saves? And if that is who I am, then who are you, right? Are you not loved? Are you not even now in the poem of his hand. Exactly. Exactly. Are you not never to be forgotten? Never forsaken? Mm-hmm. Right? Is that not who you are? Yeah. Right? Is that not who you are 
in me. Right? Did I not make you to be fruitful, to transform lives across eternity? Right? So long as you, who you are, dwells in me. In me. I, I made you to be fruitful, to transform lives across eternity, as long as you dwell in me. And if that's who you are in me, what other identity can matter? See, I think one of the most dangerous times about these times is that there's this cacophony of noise telling us who we are not in God. You know what I mean? Just this overwhelming noise whether in social media, in so many ways, to distract us from the truth, which is you're saying that our our value is in God, our life is in God. But if we're listening to everything out there, we're not going to get it. That's exactly, Ellen, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. What's going on here is we we live in a world that is putting questions in such an order that they can't be answered. The question you have to answer now is, who are you, right? That's the question. Who are you? What are you, right? And and it's all up in the open, and you can't figure it out. And you're right. You can't figure it out. Why can't you figure it out? Because that's not the question you ask first. The question you ask for is, who is he? You know, do we ponder? Yeah. There's a question. Do we ponder? Do we allow silence? I mean, there's a there's a one good reason to go to adoration. I mean, turn it off. We have to turn off the din that's constantly telling us who we aren't. Well, you're, you're exactly right. It's, it's stop and be silent. Mm-hmm. Stop and be still, right? Mm-hmm. So, so oh, look, there's a manger. There's a crash pit. Jesus is in it, right? Who's, who's God? God is a little baby in a stable, right? Time to move on, right? Next question. Yes. Right? No. Whoa, wait. If that is the son of the king, of the creator, of God, of all things, if that's what he is, if that's where he is, then who does that make me? Why is he in that stable? Why is he wrapped in those rags? Why does he come? In the cold. In, in the cold. In the dark. Dark. Yeah. Because he wants to spend eternity with me. He wants to save me, wants to find me in time. Well, then, who does that make me? That doesn't make me nothing. That doesn't make me disposable. That doesn't make me somebody who can be reformulated into some star football player or basketball player or music. Or whatever or, temporary or, thing you can whatever, think that, of. Right, whatever temporary, all of these things that we think we need to be or could be, they're all in passing, they all dissipate. God made you to transform lives across eternity. Right, Brenda Lee topping the charts this week with walking around the Christmas tree. Right, giving up married to Brenda Lee. That's a pretty big. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say this is a familiar name. Right. Yeah, but what's topping the Advent chart? Oh, come, oh, come, mm. Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Right, stop. Now, what's up with that? Oh, come, oh, come, God with us. How can that even make sense? Right, come, Him who is already with us. Right, yeah. already here. How's it can come? Right. How about this, though? How about this translation? How about, O come, O come, him who longs to be closer still? How about, enkindle my faith this Advent 
so that our wills, our identities may be so interwoven as to be as one. Right? I think that's what the song means. I think that's what we're singing. I think that's what we're praying. Come to me, him who cannot be close enough to me. Intertwine our wills and make me everything you want me to be. Now there's an Advent prayer, right? I hope so. Well, we're out of time, Randy. It happens every every week. But we invite you to join us every Friday at 1230 on AM 720 for the family show. And keep us in your prayers. For Brendan Randy Lee, I'm Eleanor Rossman, and we leave you with the beautiful sound of seasons. 